Welcome to Natch 9000, episode 138, Robots, Nick Cage. I feel like I'm back at Fish Dicks. Welcome to the party, pal. Just hitting peak one on a wombat. I don't want to know what that means. You wookie you. I'm fine. My gut shot. Farmhouse Cultures, proud sponsor of the show. Garlic dill pickle. I don't know. Do you? I'm just waiting for you. Do you use this stuff? Do you gut Hi, shot? Highly acidic. Highly amazing. Uh-huh. Highly difficult to find. I can only get it at Sprouts. Whole Foods. They need their distribution. Come on. Oh, Four, but. 4G. Speaking of, if you want to. Put yourself on more shelves and cases. Let's adjust our mics and cast our minds back to Natch episode. I don't know. Uh, Greg goes to Costco. Oh, that was a good one. We're walking around. We're talking about co- oh, Coco Aminos. Got a cold. You know, Coco Aminos, he backs that. I remember saying Does like, he? Oh, yeah, Big Tree Farms. Well, Big Tree Farms. Remember their Coco Aminos? The, of course I do. That product that I love so much? A soy sauce alternative. Yeah, with amino kick. While we were at Costco talking about that, I, I see we're talking about Big Tree Farms because they had a cocoa, coconut sugar available there. I said, Greg, why can't I get Coco Aminos at Costco? Greg, I think his exact words were, my God, let me look into that. Guess what I buy at Costco now? A big quart of the stuff. It's a good story. So that is the power of podcasting in action. You're a storyteller. You're a digital storyteller. Oh, I can teach that. To... You should be teaching a breakout session at Natchcom coming October 5th. Fish? I don't know if the natural product space is quite ready for my marbled blend of mavenry in the marketing sphere because the storytelling runs deep and heavy just fill in space till you decide you want to talk i'm writing that down as the subtitle of the show are you subhead are you ready for this marbled blend of storytelling Ooh, like a like a kobe steak Mm -hmm. it's like the story's been fed nothing but sake and the purest grains and massaged daily so i know you wanted to hear an update from fish dicks Said no one ever. <laughs> Dude, highlight of the year. Highlight of the year. What a show. What a sad year. What a Friday yep. show. Night one. Night three was a banger. All I'm really interested in is... Not what quite did, as special as What did one. you ingest? 7.5 milligrams. Ooh. Magic number. You took 7.5 of THC? Or, uh, yeah. Or, or psilocybin? What was it? <laughs> oh, you no. seem confused. No, I, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there Is that we, both nights or just night one? 7.5, night one, and then on the ride home, I decided to drop the other quarter. Bring it up to a full 10. Look at you. <laughs> For no, no apparent reason. He's other than getting so big. What? Wait, was it like a gummy? Or are you just biting? Yeah, just gummy. I cut up a gummy. So oh, you, oh. I got scientific about it this year. So you took out a razor blade. You measured the gummy. No. You figured out what exactly. Yeah, weighed it. Three, okay. No, I just. I just Digital scale. Just cut it up. Uh, I so, thought that was the baseline. I think that was pretty much all that happened. But then night two, you repeated your experiment? I didn't go night two. I went night three. I mean three. night three? Yeah. You were sufficiently recovered? You're like, I can do 7.5 again. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, one, maybe two loggers? No uh no, I was trying to uber hydrate the whole night. Of course you were. Your yep. camel, I'm sure you had your camel back on. No, I, had, I was properly equipped with a 
plastic Nalgene BPA free. And they allowed those through the door. That's that good. can you get through. You can't get through aluminum, aluminum or metal or anything. Like um, open toed shoes or flip flops? Or I mean, like closed toed shoes or flip flops? I just went ahead and wore these flip flops. I'll bet you did. <laughs> Only had trouble one night. Girl kept stepping on my foot. Uh, that's why you don't wear flip flops. Hey, oh. man. Okay. Everything's what, cool at a fish show. People know. What was your, uh, what was your dance? Uh, Most, so many dance moves. Were you dancing? Well, you gotta get up. You're, you're up the whole time. Oh, you can't sit? You don't sit. No. Well, some people sit occasionally because they're just too. They're, their minds are blown. Ah, they're carried away by the stoke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so were you doing like noodle arms, noodle it's legs? It's too crunchy. <clears throat> yeah, all those. And what was that? You sent me possibly the shittiest little segment of concert footage. It was like three seconds of some lighting blasts on stage. I don't know. That was the peak to some song I was at. Which one was that? Yeah. It was the, oh, here we go. It was yeah. the peak to your 7.5 milligrams. All right. That's strictly forbidden. Man. People went nuts. Somebody was trying to set. So there's a tradition. Stop. What's happening? It's on repeat. Oh, there's a tradition at uh, a lot of all the jam band shows. Sure. Glow sticks. Throwing glow sticks around. Yeah. That's a tradition at uh, like six-year-old birthday parties too. Yeah. (coughs) And it can get kind of aggressive because they kind of have wars where you're throwing them across the... And you're just sitting there and they're just like hitting you in the head, right? What if they poked you in the eye? Hey. Did you have have those glasses on? Your protective eyewear? Nope. I wore them one night. But I should have. Because Probably. there's footage now, you can see it. Somebody was like, I'm taking this to the next level. And they have those clubhouse seats mm-hmm. at Dick's. They had, I think they said 21,000 glow sticks. And when they dropped into Tweezer on night three, second set. Oh my God. They just flooded. They shredded us with these. We are right underneath them. They just dumped them they on They happened you? to be right above. Well, they're throwing them out. Oh, they didn't like dump them in a big that clump. Went, no, they wanted the effect of like throwing them out. Wow, I'm sorry I missed that, Mark. It's it's really quite uh, spectacular to see. You should come next year. Yeah, can't <laughs> wait. I got a good group for you. No, it's hey, a safe space. I'm very fond of all the people I know who went to that show. I think I'm going to get. Uh, I think, unfortunately, I'm just I'm just a fish snob. I'm I'm not. You got to get into it. You're missing out. I think my greatest fear is that I would go and actually enjoy it. That is your. Talk about hang-ups. My world would implode. Me? No. You? That's the one area where I retain an iron-like grip, you know? Fish. <laughs> jam bands. Just jam bands in general, I think. Okay. Uber-Caucasian behavior. But if you're gonna... It was not all Caucasians. There was at least one. Yeah. <laughs> Dark-skinned human. Yeah, there's nothing more Caucasian <laughs> than jam band I'm culture. with you on all these all this jam band culture. There is something special about fish if you really dive in because of their their mastery of these instruments and the way that they approach the improv. It's like well, and Mark, the depth of their catalog can't be overstated. Three hundreds of songs, so deep, you and I'm sure they have they a lot of covers. A mellow mood on night three. Oh, they do. They I co- want to hear about some covers, Mark. Go- Golden Age. Golden Age. Yeah, you know that one. Oh. No, you could just... Uh, they did a 40-minute thing to open the second set, which was... There's, they're two of their big pleasers, 46 Days and Tweezer. Tweezer's a huge... That's when all the glow sticks come out. Into Golden Age, TV on the radio. Golden Age. Oh, that song. They played a TV on the radio song. <laughs> and then the 
Friday night they did Cross-Eyed and Painless, Talking Heads. Oh! Wow. Oh! Oh! Okay. <laughs> that was good. Take me to Twitter, Mark. Yeah, let's get... Uh, I thought we'd open the Today Show with some Twitter moments. See what's happening in the world today. Sure, it's all good news. Are we prepared for this? I mean, there's so many ways I can go, because I'm looking at... Uh, uh, Dealer picks. I mean, we could get Trumpy with you. People are calling the New York Times following press secretary Sarah Sanders' statement. Look at that. Press secretary Sarah Sanders' statement. Woo. A lot of S's. What'd she call for? People should call the Times to find out the identity of the gutless loser who penned the anonymous op-ed. These people really don't understand how these age-old institutions work, do they? Good for them. I did read an interesting Wait, article. Wait, good for who? The people calling in? Or for the well, New York I, Times? I, I think for we should running call in and, and... I think it was you, Sarah Sanders. Probably is her. She has to take the brunt of it. She's, she just looks like a mean, angry person. Well, unhappy. Well, she's only going to get more and more unhappy the longer she stays in that thankless position. I thought for a long time, be like, oh, this is just <clears> some <throat> schmuck senior official. But then I read, like, mm. You read the op-ed? Nope. I read some analysis of the... I still haven't read the op-ed. I don't need to Neither read the op-ed. I. I think I know what it says, right? I've read everything about the op-ed, he, uh, not the op-ed. The, the analysis here was, if you publish something like this, you know that eventually <clears throat> they're going to... Sorry for the cold. They're going to call out... <clears throat> they're going to find out who it is. Eventually. Eventually. And if they find out, oh, it was nobody special... Unless you, you're deep throat. You look stupid, New York Times. You said it was a senior person. That's gonna your, people are gonna call you fake news. So and it's, it's some intern. Be, it's Can't be some be, intern. It's somebody legit. It's it probably, must be. It's got to be Pence, right? It's probably Pence. Well, what's the deal with the Twenty Fifth Amendment, Mark? It's an important one, and it comes right after the Twenty Fourth. But aren't they? Isn't that the one they can invoke where a president can be removed from power without impeachment? It's like some sort of he's losing oh his mind. Oh my God, Josh! Did I just accidentally tease the next Twitter moment? Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn are leaving Project Runway. Whoa. Big deal. Well, they're kind of the, the backbone and heartbeat of that show. Alternately, they, they, they exchange positions. Have you watched Project Runway? I watched the first couple seasons and loved it. Fantastic chemistry between Klum and, and Gunn. Klum and Gunn. This should be the name of our new podcast. Klum and Gunn. Klum, who, can I be Klum? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh... Well, this is a bit of food news. Ooh, too bad this is not a food news podcast. Robots are cooking burgers at this restaurant. San Francisco, creator, a robot chef that cooks burgers and can even add toppings. See, that shit's just novelty. That is just novelty. That's how they sell you the AI, oh, Mark. There it is. This is, what, this is just a McDonald's. <laughs> Isn't this how they do it? Oh, look Pretty at that. There's something about robotics that's very disappointing, right? When you see what it takes <laughs> to actually like move an item two inches down an assembly line. Yeah. It's so clunky. Have and you stupid. seen those, the videos of those uh, mobile robots with the backwards knees? Ooh. Have you watched those videos? No. And like uh, people try to kick them over. They're, they're <laughs> like, I forget who makes them. They're the most horrific looking things, but they can like run and yeah. jump and walk on an even ground. And there's like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I've seen some insane robots. But that's the sad thing is like when they're testing them, someone will walk over and give it like a super hard kick to try and knock it over and it catches its sad little self. Oh, but how scary is that, man? That when the AI hits, you might be getting chased down by 
Back, oh. Backward knee robots, just me, 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 and you kick them and they get back up. Yep. Then they fire lasers at your face. You feel sorry for that robot right now getting kicked over. You wait 10 years. That robot will have its day. When it comes out and shreds you with glow sticks. Yep. Plane mistakenly lands on an under construction runway in the Maldives. That what? sounds like not worth yeah. any time. I mean, it, it accidentally landed. Oh, breaking. Breaking news. I mean, it landed on the wrong runway. That's probably what that means. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like what's going on with plane travel these days. It's getting more confusing. It's getting a little like somebody's not watching the wheel. That's why I only fly Southwest. Now, who the... F- I don't know. This is how old I am. Post, <coughs> Post Malone. Uh, he's sort of like an R&B artist. Loads of face tattoos. Wow, is he a SoundCloud rapper? I think he is. Mm, no. He's, he's talented. He's got, he's got pipes. The kid can sing. Well, In fact, have you watched the, you know, Seth Rogen did that variety show that was on Netflix. It was like a one-off, like mm-hmm. charity thing event. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's pretty good. Lots of little short stand-up sets. It's to battle, I believe, Alzheimer's. I think his wife's mother or father has early on. <laughs> and he, Post Malone closes out the show. Great. He sings a cover, and I can't remember what it was. Golden it was age. good. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of Post Malone, and then I see him sing this. This cover of a song that I enjoy, my opinion starts to change. Maybe a fish had covered this song. Are you looking it up? Post Malone? I thought, are you looking up what song he I'm covered? I'm not looking up anything. Oh, well, you picked up your phone. You're oh, doing something. No big deal. I'm, uh, I'm not doing anything. Post Malone was involved in a car crash in West Hollywood, but don't worry, it was minor, and I think he's okay. He wasn't driving either. I know you're also wondering about intoxication oh yeah you know what he covered mark morrison return of the mac oh god you and return of the mac pivotal song (laughs) oh yeah in sweet nothings the short film that's in pre-production right now yep yep we've all but of course i'm going to respond to that that is i don't like that song but there is something about it it seeps into you takes hold yeah i'm gonna I have no special affinity for that song. Ooh. What is that? Stop playing fish. I'll turn your mic off if I have to. Is that Post Malone? What is that? Golden Age. Oh, God. All right. Homeless veteran, nah. There's this thing that happens. Like, I think Why are doctors ignoring breast cancer patients? If you're too proficient at an instrument, you like the soul disappears. Oh my god. It's just so technical much soul. wizardry. Oh no, 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 no. Not even. I was not detecting you, much soul there. You should you, you know what you should do? You should make it your job in life to to listen to Analyze Fish with Harris Whittles and Scott Ackerman. Mm. And then Give, give yourself the next couple months for that. I'll pencil by, that in for like 2050. And then when they announce the summer tour, you'll be like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And you'll go one night and you'll be like, I'm in. None of those things are going to happen. Mm, you're lost. Because I'm not going to set off that chain of events. You're, Barack Obama says the biggest threat to U.S. democracy is. Democracy? I'm having some cold issues. You're thinking of drama, mean. Is. 
the biggest threat to democracy is Fuck you man. Uh, God damn it. Facebook. Mm, nope. Social media marketing. Indifference. Ooh. Okay. Powerful words. Better is good. Former President Barack Obama. What? <laughs> also powerful words. Better is good. Be best. Isn't that what's the? Oh yeah, that's uh, Melania Trump's Do back not... to school campaign. Be best. Be best. <laughs> Fuck grammar. Be best. Do not let people tell you the fight's not worth it because you won't get everything that you want. Better's always worth fighting for. Ah, here we go. What happened to the Republican Party? Asked Barack Obama. That's a good question. Trump is the symptom, not the cause, of political polarization in the U.S. I agree with that. Uh, is that Obama as well? Is that gosh. Barry? Because I feel like I've said that very same thing. Eagles revived the Philly special against the Falcons. Is it NFL season? Is in it the face. Dude. Oh, it's been so long. Where's a betting pool? Oh, it's open. My brother made a really small one just oh, for like his. Right. I suppose I could get you in. Did you watch the game last night? Um, they did the, the special again. Which is what they throw at to Foles. Mm-hmm. It's where little... Foles does a handoff. Handoff does a little pitch. Right. They did it again. Huh? Lava high one. Yeah. Lava high one. Fish. Got a lava high one. That's a fish song. <laughs> lava high one. Tweezers. <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. I'm watching it. That's great. I watched the uh, final drive of the Falcons when they could have squeaked it out. A little painful. I I picked the Falcons to they were oh, did they you were in your little betting pool. They were two point five point underdogs, so I lost some points. But it could have gone either way. I mean, it was down to the wire, man. But I you watched I, the whole game. Did you in the face it? Bits and pieces. I had it on in two rooms. It little was bit on the on face. the TV in my office. Little face. It was on in here. Then the kids wanted to watch something else. New new ritual though, Mark. I've. I've got a balance board, like one of those Indo boards. Have you seen those? Yeah, for your standing desk. No, no, no. This is one where it's got like a, a plastic cylinder, solid plastic, and then a board that you set on top and like it rolls around and you have to balance it. Okay. A neighbor gave it to us. He found it in the alley. He's like, he gave it to us. What do you do with it? I stand on it and watch football. It's, it's just like what you have, but the fluid stance, but requires more balancing. It's way more aggressive. Yeah, more aggressive. It's, a, it's surf training. I think the guy who invented it is a surfer. So I'm going to be uh, <coughs> ripping curls. <laughs> Getting crunchy. What's the most ridiculous thing you believed as a child? Asks weird Twitter. I'll tell you. I used to hold this belief that if I thought of a tragedy <sighs> in my mind, that it would negate it from happening. Ooh. So like if I was like, I was the reverse. I thought it would happen. We were on a road trip or something. And so you I was, tried not to think it, but it's impossible not to think. No, I'd, I'd be nervous. Like we're going to get a car crash and die. So I'd sit there and imagine every single scenario I could. You probably haven't seen Avengers infinity war. Nope. But Dr. Strange uses the uh, time stone to look at all the possible outcomes for this battle. They're about to have with Thanos. I watched Dr. Strange, the movie. Good one, right? It was all right. I think it's pretty good. But it anyway, was, was that's weird. what I would the do. I would like try and see every possible future. So dark. It's very dark. It's all like cinematography's dark, message yeah. dark. Weird, weird, a lot of like trippy. surgery stuff. And, and then that trippy. The final. metaphysical trippy stuff's kind of sweet though. It's a visual feast. 
He's he's good in Infinity War. You guys are working your way up to Infinity War. I can tell. We've got one under it. But but that's what I would do. I would try and see all the possible ways that we could die in a car crash. And I thought if I cataloged them all, then they wouldn't happen. That doesn't make sense, though. No. But it worked. That that says a lot. But look, it worked. Because look at me. I had the same fear, but the reverse, that if I thought it, it would happen, so I would catastrophize it. So look what you were trying to do. Even back then. Even back then, then, you're bottling up, bottling up your bad thoughts instead of dealing with them. You got to recognize the ugliness in this world, Mark, and try and outmaneuver it best you can. <sighs> All right. Harder. All that ugliness, you can't pack it down These inside of you. These old joints ain't as limber as they once was. Because they're clogged with bad vibes, bro. <laughs> You're just bo- you can't bottle that stuff up in one place. It seeps out into all your cells, all your tissues. Alkaline vegan news. What the? F- no. You need a negativity fast. Oh, I see. I thought you were jumping to the next segment. Janet O'Keefe, the weirdest thing. I thought that other kids got to keep watching TV shows during the commercials I saw. What? That sounds terrible. That's all light, he thought, light, fear. He thought commercials. Used to think drinking and driving related to all beverages, not just alcohol. That's what she thought as a kid. The most ridiculous thing she thought as a kid. Uh, when I was very small, I thought that moving house meant literally moving your house. Okay. Well, in some cases, that does. When you I have a mobile home. When a song or a tiny when a song was being played on the radio, I thought the whole band just popped into the room with the radio presenter. Some real dumb people. <laughs> this out there. is this is not good. Twitter. Okay. I don't know. I think Twitter's dead as a platform. Come on, there's something good here. There's got to be a jewel here. One jewel. Homeless veteran will get the money that was raised for him. GoFundMe says. See, this is, I found. I've read all this shit like weeks ago in my news feed. You read that? Yeah, that's, this that's is three hours ago. This is breaking news. That thing's been ongoing though. Oh, he's getting the money now. He's getting the money. Johnny Baba Jr. He sued a couple. Well, he gave this lady twenty dollars. He was homeless. She, her car broke down. He gave her twenty bucks. Oh. So she started to GoFundMe. He's a ex-Marine, I think. He's a vet. Started to GoFundMe, raised like four hundred and fifty thousand or something. He got paid out like seventy thousand, but then like never got any more of it. And so I think they got accused of like spending a bunch of it themselves and just keeping it. Not a good look. Not a good look. Not. Speaking look. of not good looks, we will end on Kanye West rocking oversized everything in his new video with Lil Pimp. Now that's just the peak of creativity. Him with that big giant shirt on? Come on. It's amazing. Yep. Kanye's done. Kanye died this round. Oh, you think so, huh? Yep. You've moved on to fish now? Well, I mean. He was getting a little too sophisticated for you? <laughs> There's nothing deeper. Mark, let's uh, let's look through some of our uh, saved stories on Tell Instagram. Tell me what what kind of health hoaxes you've been diving into on. What? I think I Instagram. saved most most of these. Um, incredible fact. I'm ready from Alkaline Vegan News. Uh, one eight ounce cup of coffee decreases decreases blood flow to the brain by over forty percent. Whoa! It takes three. Weeks for our brain's natural chemical hormone balances to go back to normal after just one cup. One cup, three weeks. Eight ounces, 21 days, Mark. Uh, caffeine is a neurotoxin and a natural pesticide. Oh, boy. 
it may uh, it it may bet a better idea. It may bet. It may bet a better idea to opt for an herbal tea. Mark, react. This makes me think of um, all of that hate mongering people used to throw at McDonald's hamburgers. <laughs> that if you ate one of those, it changed your metabolism for ninety days. Oh. Well, yeah, because you're eating like plastics and things. Who knows? This is so negligible. I don't know if I'm ready to compare. I don't like the agenda. To... I don't like the agenda at a AVN. I think AVN's uh, main goal is like, oh, is it enjoyable? Yeah. Then it's probably going to kill you. I and... do. I do like the f- they Doctor Sebi. <laughs> yeah. Placed a nice focus. Your new on, guru. Placed a nice focus on mucus. It's all about the mucus. It's all about the mucus. Well, mucus is an easy enemy. No one likes the thought of mucus. You have a cold. You're hacking up mucus. You spit it in the sink, and you're like, God, how is that inside me? That's disgusting. Now imagine that it's everywhere. It's not just in your lungs. It's clogging up everything, Mark. Wouldn't, yeah, you, is it? wouldn't you do any kind of fast to get rid of that mucus? You need, don't you want things nice and luby in there? Mm-hmm. Mucus is uh, it's sticky. It's not luby. It's not slippy. It's way too grippy. See, Mark... You know what builds up mucus in the body faster than anything you can eat? Bottling up negativity and fear. When you're sitting there afraid that that apple might be the one where you bite into a seed with way too much arsenic and you keel over and die. You're imagining that happen. You're terrified. You bottle it up. It turns into mucus. My fear would be I get a chunk stuck in my throat. I think I just created my own AVN style post. So watch for that in the feed at some point in the near future. Hey, Mark, avoid BS on that one. Avoid liquids with meals. Avoid, <laughs> no, I put that one in there. Listen to this. <laughs> avoid, avoid drinking any liquids with meals. This includes water, tea, milk, coffee, <laughs> fruit juices, and even soups. Well, so can you just not have soup? Keep reading. Wait at least 15 minutes after drinking before you start eating solid foods and wait at least the same length of time after eating solids before you drink liquids. Liquid Liquids interfere with digestion of your food when taken together. So you're calling BS on that, Mark? What? Yeah, I'm calling huge BS on that. And I think anybody trying to wolf down like some sort of a, what's a really tough thing to get down? Crackers? <laughs> I meant something. I don't know. Well, I, th- I don't think Alkaline Vegan News would really advocate if, for you eating a bunch of crackers. They're, that's true. You don't need processed carbs. Even like, uh, I don't know, celery. You got to chew celery. Oh, chewing on that celery. Oh, nah, 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 nah. Come on, you need some water to... You're spo- How what? dry is your mouth? You can't eat I, celery? <laughs> There's water content in celery. Okay. I typically do not... I'll notice like at the end of the meal, oh crap, I didn't drink any of my water. I didn't drink anything. Same. And I'm pissed. I'm like, you should have drunk throughout the meal. So this is the reverse of what he's suggesting. Okay. And I like what I'm suggesting. All right. An- smooth, another reversal. To smooth the, 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 the degustation. I'm not really convinced that that matters so much, so. It can't be a big deal. Both can't. of these can't be. You can not take three weeks for your body to reset after a cup of coffee. Um, we are made of sturdier stuff than that, Sebi. Uh-huh. Do we have to listen to this? This one about HIV and AIDS and herpes? What? I think you put this one in here. Don't listen to it. What does it say? Well, it's like a video. 
Oh, here, here, no, 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 don't. Controls will run and hide when the light comes on too strong. I, I, I'm saying this not just from the herpes side. I'm saying this from the HIV side. If you're sitting there with HIV or full-blown AIDS, what are you doing sitting there? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're sick. Excellent <laughs> bedside manner, doctor. My sister appears that in her health food or herb shop. This is a naturopath, by the way. Dr. Robert Morse, N.D. All right, that is kind of scary. You got to dig it. You've got to dig it. There is only one disease, and it's called acidosis. There's no such thing as so-called diseases. Getting the acids out of your lymph system is the key to health, and this is done by eating an alkaline-forming diet of raw living foods. Virals are proteins. You can't kill them. There really are no herbs that kill virals. You have to detox them out. So I think he's saying all virals, AIDS, Mm. HIV, hepatitis B, C, they can be detoxed out. They go dormant if the lymph is alkaline. There you go. We just cured three diseases. I think more research is needed. (laughs) How do you not get like thrown in jail for that one? Well, I don't know. He's not. That's clear violation of all sorts of. Have you. Marketing. Listen laws. to anything the president said well, in the last. Well, yeah, but he got up there and said, "I eat McDonald's. I didn't get cancer. McDonald's cures cancer." I think people would at least try to counteract. The food babe would not take that well. Not the food babe. I bet the food babe might like this though. You think so? You think she's into alkaline? I mean, it's that kind of food fringy stuff. It is fringy. Listen to this: the no breakfast plan. The big breakfast habit is entirely artificial since we are not in need of nourishment immediately upon arising. Agreed. <laughs> Doubled, seconded. Uh, the no breakfast plan gives the overworked depur- depurating organic less work to perform. Okay. Good, re- good read on that one, Josh. What is that word? Depurating? Depurating? Sounds right. Anyway, I don't eat breakfast most days. Or if I do, it's like a, a couple little, some nuts, maybe a couple nuts or something. I bet you have a couple nuts. Yeah, I'll eat a couple nuts. Mouthful of nuts in the morning. That's all you really need to get going. And then some coffee. And then 21 days to <laughs> yep. rewire your brain. Hey, but the no breakfast plan, that's just another, that's just a fancy word for yep. intermittent fasting. Yeah, exactly right. And I think we all remember that it takes 16 hours for puke. Pupe. <laughs> for food to turn to pupe and exit your body. <laughs> Just we're, don't drink. We're on a roll, Mark. Okay. Uh, okay. Don't drink liquids. So this is interesting. Oh, wait, I see. So alkaline coffee, getting back to coffee, this is a substitute for coffee. Oh, there you go. Six tablespoons of dandelion root into 500 milliliters of boiling water. And leave to steep for 30 minutes. That's it's called a tea. Yes, it is. So far, I'm on board. I love dandelion root. But as a substitute for coffee? Well, I'm not done. Strain into a saucepan and reheat to desired temperature. Whoa, this is intense. Yeah. Serve with hemp milk and date syrup. Oh, dates. Or agave. How are they That's still not on agave? Isn't agave like the, the trashy sweetener that just kicks your blood sugar up? Isn't that the one you're supposed to stay away from? That's a fish move. <laughs> Is it? The, yeah, I'm trying to recreate some of your dance moves. Um, I don't know, but that's not coffee. Is that? 
You think that's what it would look like? How would it look like that? It would, uh, it would look like tea with milk in it. I don't yeah. think it would have froth. Well, you could froth the milk. Sure. That's thumbs down. on Mark, that did you know that wild bananas often contain, contain large seeds? No. The bananas we eat have been specially bred over the years to be seedless. That's true. That's, that's a stunning revelation to me. And you know what, Sebi? Huh. Although he's not around to run this account, right? This no, is somebody he's, else. He's dead. He was killed by a big Western medicine or something. <laughs> it was a conspiracy. <laughs> there was a reason we bred bananas to be the way they are. So we could grow them more places. And more easily. Take that, Sebi. But I do. I would like to have one of these. But the, it, that it looks, looks not good. Looks like a lot of work. How do you eat to that? eat around that? Maybe you just Full eat the seeds. seeds. It looks rotten. Maybe eat the seeds. There you go. He does advocate eating seeds. Remember, watermelon mm. seeds, date pits. Don't you eat those too? <laughs> um, this one's going to be hard for you, Mark, because uh, I know how active you are. But uh, you need to avoid sex while fasting. Uh, I live an active lifestyle. Sexual activity should be avoided while fasting. And what? Until full strength is recovered. <laughs> Sex redirects the amount of available energy to the sexual organs for stimulation. Doy. This is a setback. Kind of the whole See, point. this is horseshit. I think you should, you should have lots of sex while you're fasting. Because you're sending that good, clean, regenerative energy to the inguinal uh, oh. region of your body. You're going to send it out into the world. Flooding your ganglion. With positive vibes, bro. Yeah. And I bet your jizz has extra totally. potency. And I mean, if you want to get pregnant, I would suggest fasting and fucking. Mm. But that's just me. Did you read? Have you seen these studies about the fertility of the modern man? Is Sorry. That fish? No. Go ahead. I mean, it was alarming. I think it was like a quarter or maybe more. Should I look it up? Of... Adult males in New Zealand are infertile. Uh oh. And it's it's they they think it's a problem globe. It, uh, hold on. It's all the pollution, isn't it? It's Handmaid's Tale coming true. I'm, I need to I need to get the stat because it was it was. While you do that, Mark. This music isn't actually necessary. It's a little video though from Dr. Kyle Brown. He is a physical therapy or a physical therapist, Mark, he specializes in helping skateboarders uh, avoid injury and rehab from injuries. <clears throat> but I put this one in here for you, Mark. Oh, yeah. Do you want to give me the crushing statistic? Sure. <sighs> Excuse me. Last summer, a group of researchers from Hebrew, Hebrew University and Mount Sinai Medical School published a study showing that sperm counts in the U.S., Europe, Australia, and New Zealand have fallen by more than 50%. Over the past four decades, they judged data from the rest of the world to be insufficient to draw conclusions. This is to say we are producing half the sperm our grandfathers did. We are half as fertile. I think ultimately that's a good thing because we need definitely half as many people. Well, if what happens in 40 years from now, we're, we're completely infertile. The earth reclaims what is rightfully its or, to reclaim. No, the, the women harvest us as... Before it all fully peters out, they harvest it and Good. freeze it and kill us off. Go, you're useless. It's women's, it's the women's turns to do that. They've been taking it. Now they can, they can, they can fucking give it back. I'm down with that. Just wait till 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. You're, you're I got a house full of girls, though. You got this bad news for these two. Well, we're talking... 40 years! They'll well, be alive in 40 years. Yeah, but they'll, they'll have the right mindset. They'll make it. They'll be part of the institution. They'll contribute to the sperm bank. Oh, they also... Look who's, look who's child they... Or progeny you're talking about. I'm fasting and fucking. <laughs> I got double the sperm of anybody. <laughs> <clears throat> Mark, the, the treatment of low back pain, as you well know, is complex and should be guided on an individual basis by your physical therapist and medical doctor. In most situa- situations, stretching is an integral part of physical therapy treatment for low back pain. Here are some stretches. I frequently give to skateboarders with low back problems. The key with stretching is to be consistent and perform each stretch for at least one minute. Yeah. So. One minute. That can actually be hard to do once you have, have done it. If you're trying so to do it every this day. This is nice. He's doing some low cobra. That's it. The, the single most important stretch is that. The low cobra? Because most people, if they have a back problem and it's disc related, it's low back and it has herniated or is getting close a certain way, you do that cobra, it reverses. Well, I think you also want to do stretches that uh, compact the muscle as well as expand it. So you do yeah, a forward but bend. But the disc and is not comp- a muscle. Well, okay, I'm saying, but you, if you want to stretch the muscles around the disc, you could do a forward bend, but then you'd want to do a cobra. But, but people bend all day, every day, no matter what. They don't cobra ever. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, your knuckle. <laughs> that was my vertebrae. Oh. <clears throat> all right, good for him. Dr. Kyle. You Brown. might like that account. I, I know you uh, I'm sure you follow it. We do follow it. It's a good account. And see, now... Mark, we get to mention him in Instagram. Josh. He's going to love that. He's going to freak out. Oh, good. The grape cure. We've talked about the grape cure, I think. I don't know why I put this in here. But uh, abnormal growths, cancers, tumors, ulcers, abscesses, and fibrous masses seem to be dissolved by the powerful chemical agent in the grape. Okay. Disease tissues. How does he get away with this? You cannot say that. Fatty degenerations. Every form of morbid matter. (laughs) Now, there's a metal band. Actually, that'd be kind of like a metal, a prog metal, sort of somewhat futurism band. How about the morbid how about matter? The, the band is Clume and Gun. Ooh, and, and the morbid album. matter is the album. Yeah. Sold. Let's do uh, it. Yeah, morbid matter broken up into minute minute particles and thrown into the bloodstream to be carried away by hot orgasms. So I mean, fasting, there you have it. Fasting and Two more to go, Mark. Did you watch you this video? You cannot say things like cancer hey. dissolved by grape. So I'm going to teach you how to make three one skillet recipes here. Making cauliflower fried rice and then adding different vegetables. Oh, what is this? This is digital storytelling. Different sauces. This, is a, this is a sponsored post by Whole Foods. Do you recognize the speaker? He's in, he's in our sphere. Tattooed man. That's not Spence. It's Spencer's good friend, Neen Williams. It's Neen. It is Neen. Oh, he should have given it to Spence. Neen is teaching people how to make uh, healthy foods out of whole ingredients in a skillet. In your Instagram feed. What a world we live in. This is exciting, though. This is a good guy. Whoa. He's ideating. No, he's not. He's cooking in a skillet. (laughs) No, but you know what? Neen uh, is a Chicago skater. And I used to see him at the skate park. I remember seeing him. He was little. I mean, he was like probably hmm. 15, 16. Yeah. 
There you go. Brand extension. That's what old, I think Spencer's headed that way too, right? I know. And he's, he's got tons of followers. I think he's recently, I mean, he's always been a pretty healthy guy, but he, he has abandoned drinking and oh. drugs. Oh. I think that got a little out of control or something, but if you check his Instagram feed, you could probably Nino! figure out what's going on. But hey, look at you. I mean, that's exciting. I, I think I put this is in it? here mostly. Is that exciting or is that a, like all of a sudden all your favorite skate icons show up on your Instagram influencer feed? You'd be like, Jesus. No, I'm, I'm happy for them. Oh, I would, man. That's, come Why? On. That's I mean, not the goal. Th- that was sort of our goal. <laughs> well, I'm not, yeah, but I'm not my own idol. <laughs> he's not an idol, man. He, but I mean, he's like, sure. it's a nice way to make some money That's doing fair. something that he yeah, believes I in. I don't begrudge him. I don't I'm just either. saying, I'm just saying it is, it, it's, look, it's big brands trying to co-opt cool. That's They're always been this, a tricky proposition. Always tricky. And here they are going into your world. But I think what they've done that's nice they here. Pro- they probably listened to the Bitman pilot and was like, oh, yeah, let's get some skaters. Oh. But we better not get the one he talked to. That would be an obvious copy. That's what I'm talking about, man. You got Quartz, a Cocoa Aminos at Costco because of this show. <laughs> Never said. <laughs> and now you got uh, skaters doing. Yep. We uh, are. Nuanced marketing well, I, I'm not campaigns, say it. social I'm not media. Say it. You can say it because it's probably true. Well, you don't toot your own horn that way. Well, we are bleeding edge, Mark. If you want to know about the influence behind the influencers, I think you need to listen. To I think so too. But the other reason I put this in here is I think you you often struggle to see skateboarding as something legitimate, <laughs> and here it is one it's of your one fun. of your favorite brands. As uh, there's two reasons why I do that. One, it's just good fun. Two, because I know if I don't, I'm going to log back into Instagram and the entire account. I follow select skateboarders. There's like 30 of them in there. All right. Now I want you, we'll close with this. I'm sure you heard about Nike's campaign. Oh yeah. Uh, that includes I haven't, Colin I haven't watched it yet. I've just seen the, well, look at this. Look at that. Who's that? Opens with a skater, Nigel Houston. Oh, oh. What you think you can do. And then there's a, a wrestler with no because legs. Calling a dream crazy is not an insult. It's a compliment. He's got a Don't weird voice. It's reedy. It's very ever. brushian. He's got, yeah, it's Don't a brush style. It almost like sounds like it's you talking. To be somebody. That's another Don't skater. That's Lacey Baker. Be bigger than basketball. That's LeBron James. He plays basketball. <laughs> oh. Even if it means sacrificing everything. Is that Mike Gordon on base? Might be. Uh, what do you think about this, Mark? This move? Oh, 100% thumbs up. Me too. It's it's crafty is what it is. Very crafty. What it is, it's a calculated goal. bet, right? Yeah. It's like we will lose X number of uh, customers. But, but. But they're all old and annoying. And they don't like us anyway. And they're fickle. We don't want to. We need to be younger and hipper and cooler anyway. Mm-hmm. If we lose them, that's fine. And what's cooler than thinking the president is a total douchebag? Brands have to take more and more of these extreme positions. They they're do. They're being forced to. Hey, if you watched the Super Bowl last year, it was nothing but kind of like anti-ugly Trump messaging commercials. It was yeah. like... And those are even like the watered down, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, there's a trend. Thumbs up from Nike. Make, make yourself cool again. So, Mark, we have one more uh, Instagram thing, but I'm, it's going to lead into our, uh, our interlude. Oh, good. This comes from uh, the provider. That's where I thought, saw it. His Instagram feed. It's Colin... I think it's Provost... Phenomenal pro skater, Mark. Oh, my God. Another skater. That's where I found this video. So this is 
The band is called Los Colorados. Really? <laughs> but I think they're from like Croatia or something. Yeah, there's something Eastern European about this for but sure. But this is a Rammstein cover. Well, but you have to, have you set it up? Because if you of watch the, the song, video. Du hast. It, it's what, four, five or... I, mean, I found the actual track mark. I know, but I'm going to describe the post because it is four young men in black slacks and no shirt. Yeah. Playing an accordion, a drum. Wait a minute. Gonna need a wide shot again. A guitar and a bass. You're in for a treat. Доброго вечора. Вас вітає Тетельківецький гурт Лос Колорадос і хоче презентувати вам німецьку народну пісню. Ти мене спиталась. Nein. 
Spirited, spirited performance. So special. Uh, Although I think... What's the name of that song again? Du hast. It's Rammstein. D- uh, I don't but I think, you know, you've heard it. Now you need to go watch it. Los Colorados. Du hast. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. It's quite the eyeful. In the dock. I like that. I think we should record this podcast shirtless. <laughs> and start doing those video feeds you were talking about. Yep. I think that's the answer. I think that's what... Did I tell you Elia is going to do that? For patrons? You, Which you we did are. tell me that. That means we'll get... I bet they'll do it shirtless. I think he's doing like a three-camera setup. Oh, my... Thing. OMG. If you would get a proper phone with an actual hunk of memory in it, yeah. we could do three cameras. You know what I was thinking is just get one of those flexi mounts and just do this. One clamped right here, pointed at me, and then we clip one to your mic stand, pointed at you. Boom. Two video feeds. And edit them together or just... Uh, Go back and forth between them. Yeah, that's editing. I know how to do that. Okay. All you have to do is the timestamps. That's so much to ask. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to go. <clears throat> Food news eventually. Nutritional time bomb diffuser. Wait, did the video oh, about the oral pulling make it into that section? Yeah, but I just deleted it because we got. Oh, I was just going to briefly tell you. I, we don't need that's to watch an alkaline it, vegan news. It is, and I told you that I'd been doing some oil pulling. Explain to people what that is. It's where you swish uh, your mouth out with oil for up to 20 minutes at a session. It's like you were using coconut oil? It's a blend of sunflower oil, <sighs> coconut oil, right. neem, maybe? Nino? Neem, yes. He is named after an oil. Did you know that? Um, Mark, <laughs> it whitens. It is healthy for your gums, allegedly, but I was poking around Reddit. And someone was asking, like, had asked a question, like, has anyone done this? Do they like it? I, I replied. Uh-huh. I, I got into the community. I said, I've been doing it here and there. My teeth seem to look whiter, but even if it's placebo, who cares? And then the person wrote back. They're like, thank you so much. How did you find that question, if you don't mind me asking? I, post, I posted it years ago. <laughs> oh, years ago? <laughs> or months. Or, I don't know. <clears throat> so that was funny. Then I'm poking around a little more, find an article saying that it can be dangerous. Because, do you know what happens, Mark, if oil gets into your lungs? You aspirate it into your lungs and you get pneumonia. There you go. So I have not been pulling. And if you, I read that, or no, I watched that video. Mm -hmm. Probably who might be, who knows, equally as fake and hoaxy as old alkaline Sebi himself. But it said there's this, there are these, every so often there's these cases. Somebody's been in the hospital five times this year with pneumonia. Finally, the doctor said, what are you doing? Well, if you if well, you're, I did this oil pulling, they're like, oh boy, and then they did sampled, and there was the oil there in was the, the oil. lobes of the lungs. So, and if you're pulling, and maybe it, a little pulling, of it tickles your throat, and you yep, and you cough, yep, it's all over. Oh yeah, you got pneumonia, baby. You're not getting paid for that. Nope. So I'm back to just one type of pulling, if yep. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Although I do need to finish that oil salad dressing. Use it for that. 
It's got peppermint in it, I think. Yeah, a little spicy. Wake you up. Nutritional time bomb diffuser. Just four crops. This is from the BBC. Four crops. Wheat, maize, rice, and soybean. Mm. Two-thirds of the world's food supply. You knew that. I did. But scientists in Malaysia are trying to change that by reviving crops that have been relegated to the sidelines, Josh. Yeah. I'm talking about Kedong berry. No, Kedongdong berry. Oh, I'd pull on that. Moringa. We all love Moringa. I'm always pulling my Moringa. Bambara. Bambara. Winged beans. Hell yeah. Who's not going to want winged beans? Forgotten crops hold key answers. Why, you know this. Countries can reduce. They don't have to import. That frees Huge. carbon up out of the supply chain. You boost your food security in a time of threatening cl- climate warming. Just, just got to worry about your water. Forgotten crops are among the most climate resilient and nutritious. New era on its way. Mark, the only reason that there are so many chickens and grains of wheat and rice around the world is just because that's what we've been using. U.S. That's what proliferated. And you know, I'll I'll give you another reason why. Quote, says Azam Ali, African women who grew Bambara groundnut were actually punished for growing it. Colonial powers said, you can't grow that because there's no oil. We can't get a market for it. Josh Tyson can't mouth pull with it. There's nothing I hate more than colonial power, Mark. <laughs> Scourge of the earth. That's you true. think I'm joking. No, I don't think you're joking, but those are some true words, man. And That's they right. cut deep and far and wide. That's why I've got it tattooed across my back. Colonial powers. No. Mm-mm. Measuring crops by nutrition instead of yield. That is at the heart of this forgotten foods enterprise. And doesn't that sound like a good idea? Uh, guess what? We're exiting the era of convenience, Mark, because the Where, world can't take it anymore. Where's that ideation sound? Oh, it was earlier because <laughs> that's, your, that's when I started thinking of it. This is your thinking posture. It is. Hand in back pocket, hips slightly out. swayed out. <laughs> hand, hand up and finger resting on top of head. It's a big one though, Mark. We are exiting the... And this, this, this applies to marketing people. Mavens. I mean, it's a ways out, but best to have your eyes focused there now because convenience. Podcast of the future. Gone. Hashtag. You know what the new crucible, the new holy crucible is going to be? Efficiency. Food might not even taste good in the future. You mean from like a sustainability perspective? From all perspectives. They need efficient to grow, efficient to eat, like efficient fuel, efficient nourishment. Efficient to kill. Doesn't use up a bunch of water. That's going to be a big one. Ever since the Green Revolution of the 1960s, 60s, that FedEx truck threw you off, I know. High-yielding okay. crops have dominated modern agriculture. Today, <laughs> quote, nutrition is becoming a time bomb. Growing carbon dioxide levels strip crops of their minerals. And if you're into these forgotten crops, what you're really arguing for, instead of biofortifying major crops, we should be investing in those forgotten crops that are already more nutritious. I agree, although for me, it's hard to call them forgotten crops because I never forgot them. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What else you got? Story two, mini shrewman. Science is testing claims about psilocybin microdoses and finding some truth. Written by old Sharon Begley, who is as straight-laced and tight-shoed as you can get. Oh, yeah? Yep. She's microdosing now. Microdosing. Now he, I thought this was good. Psilocybin. Did you? Well, so the, one of the things I would like to mention <coughs> here is I haven't been hearing a lot about microdosing psilocybin. Psilocybin. 
psilocybin. I think it's psilocybin. A lot of old lysergic acid, mm-hmm. but not the old shroom world. Microdosing. Well, what is that? LSD tell- is created in a lab, cultivated in a lab. Right. So it's easy. More to- controlled environment. Totally. Psilocybin. Hey, whew, what's that? One bite after the next. It's the way that uh, marijuana is so subjective. The experiences you're going to have on psilocybin likely to also be subjective. You would know. I've read some books. Microdosing. By Carlos Castaneda. You've read some books by Josh Tyson, Naked with a Rifle by the Campfire. I don't write books, only articles. Microdosing involves taking roughly one-tenth of a trip dose. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Now we know. Says who? Says Sharon Begley. An amount too little to trigger hallucinations. Is she related to Ed Begley Jr.? It could be. Because if so, I'm listening. But enough, its proponents say, to sharpen the mind. Psilocybin microdosers, psilocybin microdosers, your pronunciation, including hundreds on Reddit. Yeah. Hundreds. Report that the mushrooms can increase creativity, calm anxiety, decrease the need for caffeine, and reduce depression. There's enough evidence for all this that on Wednesday, London-based Compass Pathways received FDA approval for a phase 2B clinical trial of psilocybin for treatment-resistant depression. Boba! This is what's coming now, along with efficiency, Mark? Yep. Spiritual revolution. (laughs) Everyone microducing? Microducing? (laughs) (laughs) They're taking the littlest shits, just these little microduces. No, but people are slowly going to be turn, turning on to a slightly different frequency. And that could mean good things. You hope. New hope. Well, it, <laughs> I mean, this is what's so fascinating. About, they do the uh, MRI, the CAT scans mm, of mm. the brains of the people on the, those core hallucinogenic drugs. And just things are firing. Bridges are being made. Accelerated. Synapses are, are searching for new connections. You're creating new synapses. It's, just, it's, it's creativity, Josh. It is expanding your brain power. Jacobian van der Vegen, who was, uh-huh. who was profiled for this article, mm. takes one... Here you go. We're getting into the weeds here. This is how you're going to do it. One psilocybin microdose every three days. Huh. And then he takes a bi-monthly break. Now, does that mean every other month or depends, twice a depends month? Depends where you are. That's always been confusing with Matt Magazine publications. What schedules. do you think he's doing? A well, bi-monthly Here's break. what I think, Mark. If you bisect something, it means you cut it in two, so you have two things, whereas before you had one, so I'm saying twice a month he takes a break. So one week... So semi-monthly is just... You're taking a semi is half. Semi But how circle. could you do that? If you're doing it once every three days, and then, then you, like... You take what? A bi-monthly break. Well, so like every other week he's kind of taking a he's break? He's for three days. All right. Uh, so he takes this, and what happens? Uh, he, he can work more focused, more efficiently, mm. and be more creative at his marketing job in the Netherlands. <laughs> this <laughs> guy's the, a maven. On the downside, I would often feel that the inspiration was still there at night, and I would keep working on projects until late, so it was somewhat more difficult to maintain a healthy biorhythm. And this makes me think of Fish Dicks, night one, talking to my friend Bob. Made a new friend. The first thing you do when you go to a fish show, Josh? Make a new friend? You sit down. You introduce yourself to everybody around. Oh, my God, Mark. You're like, hey, I'm Mark. 
I was way off about this whole thing. I think I would it's like to go. I think I am interested. And they're all like, hey, come on in. And then you know the people around like, you. Hey, man, you want a gummy? And then when you, they start sharing drugs. Yeah, You're like, exactly. I'd like a gummy, but could I get a razor blade as well? Because I need <laughs> I to section that out. People don't share edibles. They other things. Um, you don't like. So I'm talking to Bob. I don't know what Bob was doing. And Bob is a code name. That's not his real name. <laughs> because it's a very unusual name. Oh, okay. I think there might have been some ex, uh, different drugs in the mix. It was probably Molly. But Isn't he, that the new one? But I was talking to him on Sunday because mm. I, I saw him Friday and So Sunday. you were on Sunday? I haven't heard of that drug. It's called Sunday. On Blager. Have you heard of the drug Blager? We were looking for it. We couldn't look. Saturday night, <laughs> he apparently had gone too hard. Many of the group had gone too hard. That's what happens on Saturday And night. he looked at me and was like, yeah, you know, like in bed at 3 a.m. going, ar, ar, ar. he did the coke jaw. That sounds like cocaine, yeah. Who knows? That's, uh, that's hard. That's, that's, that's the devil's dandruff right there. Final story of the week. Okay, good. Put the bunny back in the box. Does that ring a bell? Put the, Put bun- the bunny back in the box. Ooh. I watched Nicolas Cage movies for 14 hours straight, and I'm sold. Oh, right. This article. The Guardi- from The Guardian. The Melbourne International Film Festival's overnight cage-a-thon. Seven films in a row. 14 straight hours. Nicolas Cage. Great idea. Five years ago, in a Reddit AMA, Ethan Hawke described Cage as the only actor since Marlon Brando that's actually done anything new with the art. Agreed. By taking audiences, quote, away from an obsession with naturalism into a kind of presentation style of acting that I imagine was popular with the old troubadours. Dude. Ethan Hawke. Uh, what was the... Stand did, By Me. No, but we had a song. What, no, what was the one with Winona Ryder and the... That's Reality Bites. Reality Bites. But no, we had a an, an, uh, oh, New Age Dad song. Whales. that had the whale sound in it. V-Hawk was based on, I think it was a combination of Vladimir Nabokov and Ethan Hawke because we read some of his novel and thought he was trying to copy Nabokov. We did? Yeah. Um, anyway, we were probably being a little judgmental. Yeah, but obliquely. Dude. It didn't, you don't think he found out about it? <clears throat> oh, look at this. Look at this SoundCloud page. It's just a beauty. Oh, it is. Which one? V-Hawk? Yeah. We're supposed to be talking about Nicolas Cage, though. We could do it over top of V-Hawk. Oh, that shaker? Want to call me. You call <laughs> oh, the humpback whale sound over the top with the <laughs> yeah. No, I think that song needed those. Listen to the harmonies. Uh, it's like Beach Boy-esque. Oh. Oh, why did I want to leave that going? I will. All right. I just so have a Nicolas one. Cage Film Festival. I, I did read this article. Uh, I, I am not a. I am not a Cage. I haven't been a Cage me. aficionado. I always dismissed him as a now, a joke because he makes the stupidest blockbuster movies. I haven't. All right. Well, the reason he makes a lot of movies is because he like royally poor. fucked himself with the IRS. <laughs> yeah. And just needs to work. I think. But he brings a very unique energy and passion to every project he does. Let me run down some, the list of some of my favorites. Mark, you tell me if you've seen them. Uh, the only one I've seen Leaving Las Vegas Oh Yes Amazing performance Quite a performance Con Air No Where he has like the super long mullet Let's put the bunny in the box Yeah Yeah that one's amazing Uh, I haven't seen that huh How about 
Honeymoon in Vegas, I think it's called. Yes. That one's great. He like freaks out and like throws all these tantrums. Probably the best film. Maybe the best comedy of all time. Raising Arizona. Oh, magical. Yes, I've seen it. You see what I'm saying? But these are all, these are just four performances, all wildly different. But this is my point. Those are good movies. Face Off. (laughs) See, I have not seen Face Off. It's awesome. John is, is it awesome because it's super campy and he does is ridiculous or is it an actually good no, it's, movie? I think it for an action film with an absurd premise, it's deeply affecting. In part, no doubt, to his blistering performance because you know what it's about. Yeah, they, uh, they a, swap a cop, faces. They switch faces. So each actor has to play the other actor, Mark. Oh, and it's what Travolta. Travolta and Cage. What a feast. Two marquee names. I'm trying to think just off the top of my head if there's oh, well, Wild at Heart. Quite a movie. Yeah. So, Josh. Mark. To the hardcore Cage fan, let me share. Vampire's Kiss is the movie you recommend. This is back to the article. If Cage's greatness is ever called into question. He really loses his shit in that one. His performance as a maniacal literary agent perfectly encapsulates why David Lynch described him as the jazz musician of American acting. Again, spot on. Or, less charitably, why Sean Penn once famously called Cage no longer an actor and more like a performer. <laughs> That's like some huge dig. Have you... Um... And then apparently this is the most famous scene from Cage's career from Vampire's Kiss, the ABCs and the misfiling scene. Yeah. Have you... Do you not see... What is happening in this... <laughs> you don't remember there were all those weird affected Muppet voices? It's like Nicolas Cage personified, sonically. (laughs) Horn blasts, claps. Okay. I can't understand why we didn't get signed to a major label. Should we uh, listen to this Nicolas Cage speech or no? It's probably pretty spirited. I don't know if you remember when we were working on Get You won't have time for the tarot. And we were discussing cinema with... We already don't have time for the tarot. We were discussing cinema with Mark Bittman. And I encouraged him to watch that YouTube compilation of Nicolas Cage freaking out in movies. And it's set to the Kronos Quartet music from Requiem for a Dream. And that scene is like, they spread it throughout that edit. Yeah, I'll play this for you. Maybe I'll play this. I'll, this will play us out till we go to the closing. Well, maybe I'll do a quick tarot. <laughs> but so Bittman was a, an aficionado of um, Cusack. We know that quite well. Mm-hmm. But I do remember when he came on our podcast, we talked about Cage. And what was that well, new movie that was, was so bad? Yeah, and it had both of them in it. Oh, both. Got a upset. Tara wants to know, should Mark... Do you want to talk about it? You just keep going. Well, it's just there's this contract we're trying to locate. Locate. Crazy enunciation. It appears he's sitting there talking to a psychiatrist, a psychologist. That might be a co-worker. Should Mark watch seven Nicolas Cage movies, let's say seven consecutive days, a a curated collection put together by me? Past. Wait, I better shuffle these. (laughs) And then puts it in a file. He's about to freak out. Past, present, future. Past. Your past is the death card, Mark. This is your life. Ignorant of Nicolas Cage's work. Nicolas Cage. Look at that. You're a dead horseman 
in black armor on a white steed. But look, there is salvation waiting for you. I mean, you bring death. But instead, you could be possessed by Cage because in the present, you are the star. A nude feminine figure about to bathe in the water. I think we're breaking new ground in the the history of podcasting. This is the severe mashup happening right here. Uh, look at you though, nubile, you perky mean? breasts, drawing nourishment. Exactly. You're you're actually yeah. ready. It, no, I don't. In the present, right now, you are open. I think because we'll of this podcast, because we talked about how bad it is to bottle God things up. Peter, I am not telling you one you're ready, thing. Mark. Exactly. Well done. How could you are ready. Misfile something for the eight of wands. You need to watch eight Nicolas Cage movies for eight consecutive days. I will select them. It can start with Vampire's Kiss. Here we go. That's all you have to do. Natch, 9000, episode 138, Robots, Nicolas Cage. We've covered a lot of grounds. Uh, let's do it again soon. Thanks for listening. As always. Uh, it came from the heart. It did. It's weeping. A gentleman's tear. <laughs> <laughs>